I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode seven of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Vernado and Roxy Hayes. How to grow on Twitter with special guest Frederick Goldstein. Now, before we go in on Twitter, I just want to say that I am not necessarily the world's greatest expert on Twitter. I am an expert in a lot of random stuff, but not specifically Twitter. However, I did used to be a professional researcher, which helps me find the best information on things. Um, and one of the things I did to research the information that we're uh, going to be talking about today, number one, I just Googled, like, you know, what's the best way to get followers on Twitter? What's the best way to use Twitter? Uh, but uh, then... As I learned from being a researcher, what you do is you like double check resources. So anyone who is writing an article on how to best use Twitter, I would definitely go check their Twitter and see how many act, how many active followers they had rather than followers that can't be bought. Um, I'd rather see how much interaction they had. So I had to, I would check out if their practices were actually working. And then what I did was I found the article where someone had been paid to compile the best of that information. So I mm. found the very best article that I could find online about the best uses for Twitter. I'm going to share that with you right now. And that article is actually on the Hootsuite site. Now, Hootsuite, if you know what that is, is a... Is a, is a um, is a, is an online uh, application where that can manage your uh, social media sites and then schedule them for you. Uh, and one of the reasons why it's important to them to put out good information is because they want them to themselves to be an authority on social media if they're going to say they want to manage your social media accounts. So they paid somebody to find the best information, which they did. And so they wrote an article uh about 44 ways to get more Twitter followers that actually works. And we're just going to go through that article really quickly, and I'll talk about some of the things that I've done on this article that have worked for me. And I'll also, in some cases, I'll go to my uh, Twitter account and show you some things that have worked on my Twitter account and how they've worked. All right, let's get started. You know what, Roxy, Freddie, I'm going to ask you guys to move over to the left. Boom, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm super excited to see this article, too. Yeah, yeah me too. I've been trying to get yeah. my Twitter as well. Yeah, the article is called How to Get Twitter, Twitter Followers in 2019. Now, this is 2020, but I don't want everybody just to disregard all the information because uh, it was written for 2019. Remember, mm -hmm. we're still on the very same planet. They okay. should have made a more evergreen title, but yeah, that, I'm sure it's still good information. <laughs> wow, way to critique their work. <laughs> mm. Let them let them be, Freddie. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh so let's see. In fact, I would love to keep a running tally on how we all measure up on this. Do you have what what's your Twitter, Roxy? I'm gonna go to your Twitter too. I'm gonna bring your Twitter Roxy, up. Roxy Hayes. Okay, so it would be Twitter Roxy Hayes. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I think I hit most of these points. I'm gonna be a little cocky right now. Okay. I, think I, I mean, if you do, that's great. <laughs> that's great, Freddie. We, do you want to? You want us to grade your Twitter as we're going oh, along? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Orange Freddie G. 
I think I was at 1800 and I did a bit where I was tweeting about the year that corresponded to my Twitter followers. And since then, now I'm up to almost 2600. So I have, I have increased, but yeah, definitely a lot to learn still because it's very much an incremental increase. Okay. You got like 2600 and then we're going to just see how we do on this scorecard. We're going to go through these really quick. Okay. First of all, pin your best tweet. Uh, at the top of your page. All right. Okay. Let's let and that's that's true because when I pin when I pin an entertaining tweet to the top of my page, like people always, uh, they mention it. Uh, okay. So my tweet is actually the trailer, the most recent trailer uh, for my podcast, uh, and then basically a statement where people uh, always say that my podcast is confusing, and then I made this trailer so that people can understand it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't actually have a lot of likes, but it has a ton of interactions. Like when you look in the back door of, of uh, Twitter, it has like a ton of interaction, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that I'm doing okay in that category. Oh, this is this is my back. This is the back end of Twitter, so we'll save that for later. Oh yeah, I've looked at that mm-hmm. before. Yeah, it's helpful. All right. Okay. And this pin tweet. Oh, oh, this is a this is a sketch I seen you that mm-hmm. you did. Where you play lots of characters. <laughs> yeah, this is great stuff. This is a, this is actually really funny, and I'm sure there's a lot of interactivity. You got a lot of likes and stuff on there. That's great. Okay. And Freddie, how are you doing over here? You so know I what? I just released a full mm-hmm. stand-up set on my YouTube. Uh, so I just pinned this tweet. I may pin a trailer soon. Uh, and I was always kind of I always kind of want to uh, put either yeah a tweet that did really well. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of video of me doing some funny joke up top. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you f- and you feel like? Do you know if people are interact with it a lot? This speech. one's not going to be great, but I'm going to post. I'm it's making a tra- I'm everybody make a trailer. I'm probably going to change it. But I really want. I'm trying to push people to my YouTube as I kind of relaunch that. I went from like two followers on YouTube, two subscribers to like over fifty in like a couple days. So like I've been kind of just diverting attention towards that right now is it basically because tiktok has gone well for you that you're starting to take the rest of social media seriously uh or at least youtube youtube i was ignoring i was before this i was uh twitter and instagram then i added tiktok and now it's like well yeah people are asking about stand-up and stand-up videos don't work that well on tiktok for me at least so Mm -hmm. i figured put it on youtube and then get them over to youtube and that's you know it's an important platform that i was ignoring Mm -hmm. okay you know and i realize that if we check each check all of our uh, Twitter on every single point on this is going to take forever. So we're just going to keep going through and maybe not check everything. Okay. Perfect your bio. Okay. Uh, the idea is the idea is to make your bio interesting and succinct to tell people uh, a little bit about yourself. I don't do that on purpose just because mm-hmm. I'm a jerk. Uh, but uh, how do you guys do on that? Bios? Oh, yeah. My bio is good. It has all the stuff that I do on there, and it's the same on each thing. Uh, so yeah you do it more professionally uh-huh how about you freddie i do that too right now i'm mentioning tiktok in my other bios and because the numbers are kind of impressive but then people are probably like well what the f-? like what that's a fucking weird app like some people hate that app so mm-hmm. maybe it might be look worse but who knows yeah people always hate things that are new do you know there are people who are like who are people who are like are you crazy? Bring my poop inside my house? I'm going to poop and pee in my house? That's insane. There are people who are like that. Uh, 
All right. Okay. And then uh, add a location to your Twitter bio. I think this one is ad is specifically aimed more toward uh, businesses, especially because this is this article is aimed toward businesses. So some of these I think are are very business oriented. But it does matter, I guess, if you're like a comedian or an artist and you work in a specific area. Good, good to know. Uh, get verified. You can't just get verified nowadays. Uh, they used yeah. to. Yeah. You have to. You you have to wait for them to reach out to you. Uh, there was a time when they were like letting people apply to be verified, but then they're like, they're like, nah, and then they stopped that. Can I just say, my least favorite uh, Twitter is people complaining that they're not verified Twitter. To me, that's oh so yeah. Weird. Yeah, I I I think being verified is actually really funny. I remember once I was uh, I did a tweet where I was like, don't like this tweet unless you're verified, and then everybody who wasn't verified who didn't like it, I would just insult them. Uh, <laughs> But they loved it because they weren't verified, but they had attention. Uh, okay, leverage your other feeds. Tell people to go to your Twitter. If, uh, do you guys do that? That's definitely one thing that. Do you I guys do that at all? Out of my TikTok yeah. chats, and it's been gaining a few followers. People would rather go to Instagram or YouTube, but yeah, yeah that's Twitter. Yeah, that's definitely something I do. I want people to follow me in multiple places. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, number six is definitely one I agreed with. Number seven: include your Twitter handle in your email signature. I don't do that. I don't put my social media on on there. I have it on like my press kit and stuff like that, but not my email. I I, I gotta I gotta tell you why I don't do a lot of the best practices. <laughs> it's because it's because like I am trying to create a personality for my personal brand. I mean, I know this is I know calling yours personally having a personal brand is vomitous, but uh, I I yeah, it's what we do, and so I want people to feel like. I'm just making this guy is making really cool stuff and he doesn't really care about a lot of this stuff. And, and I, I don't, I don't really, I, I try, I'm trying not to care. I'm trying to just like make good stuff, be smart and be funny. And then, and then have people like discover it. And then those people who discovered me are the ones who stick behind it. And then they spread the word for me. So I don't have to do it myself. I really want to be eventually to be just like this brand that becomes a hidden gem sort of thing. But who knows? Maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. All right. Uh, if you want to interject in any time, it's totally fine. By the way, look at this. Look at this. Somebody says, hey. Oh, <laughs> Hi. Hi. All right. Uh, we, this is actually one of the things things that you can do with uh which is throw up what people say online uh which is awesome all right okay so number eight embed your twitter feed on your website um i i want to do that i haven't done it yet but i will do that do you do that at all now i have i don't even have my website up anymore i actually need to reset it up uh -huh. but um i wouldn't put it on my website because i'm kind of like you my twitter is way more like vulgar and graphic it's more like how my stand-up persona is so oh, my, my website my twitter isn't vulgar and graphic what do you mean kind of like me <laughs> well i meant that you have it separate <laughs> i meant the separation not oh. the vulgarity <laughs> mine is gross well i would put my twitter feed i would definitely would put my twitter feed on my personal website i wouldn't put it on my business website mm -hmm. um but i would definitely put it on my personal website use twitter buttons on your website i actually didn't know a lot about twitter buttons until i read this article i i'm going to find out more but uh you guys, when you when you use this article, I'm actually going to put this in the comments right now, uh, so you can so you can actually. Did you already put this in the comments? No, you didn't. Mm -mm. Okay, I'm going to put this in the comments right now, so that 
you can go because this also links to articles that tell you what those things are that you've never seen before. All right. Number 10, embed your tweets in your blog posts. Uh, I don't make blog posts, so I don't do that, but that seems like a good idea. Number 11, uh, don't tweet in bursts. Uh, so apparently one of the number one reasons that people drop Twitter feeds is because there's too much information, too many tweets happening. But then, but then again, I mean, they research this, but I have, I will say that in my experience, sometimes tweeting in bursts is a good thing when people are being it. active with you. And yeah. engaging. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm disagreeing. Especially now, because, you know, they have the threads thing. So if you're, like, doing yeah. a thread that's connecting, you probably yeah, yeah. have to tweet in bursts. If you wait, like, mm -hmm. an hour between tweeting, you're not going to get the same amount of engagement. Yeah, that's... Go ahead. With the threads, people don't really read below, at least for me, beyond the second item in the thread. So the thread really, when you get like three levels deep, almost no one was seeing that. Uh, I think bursts is right. I mean, we're comedians, we're artists. Sometimes you kind of get in a groove. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is one of those tweets ends up being really good. And you can maybe like uh, retweet it later or mm -hmm. whatever. Okay, back, yeah. so across the board, we're pretty much disagreeing with number 11. <laughs> yeah, we're <like>, wrong. <laughs> for, for brands, it makes sense, but for comics. Now, my best yeah. friend did unfollow me because I tweet too often. Uh, well, I guess we're not 100% disagreeing with it. I, I've, I've had people unfollow me uh, because of my tweets. In fact, I really had somebody recently say that I should talk, I should tweet less or be muter on Twitter. Like uh, someone came after me on Twitter. This lady. My brother unfollowed me because he said my tweets were gross and he didn't run read them anymore. So uh, mm -hmm. one of my now one I'm of my good. one of my really good friends' mothers <laughs> unfollowed me for the same reason. <laughs> You're not even gross though. That's funny. <laughs> uh, it's because I talk about poop a lot, and so oh, she was, you do talk you do talk about poop. <laughs> yeah, I talk about I talk about poop straight up. All right, number twelve. Uh, do tweet consistently. That's that's true. I started uh, tweeting consistently by using one of those Twitter management apps. I wasn't using Hootsuite's Twitter management app. I was mm -hmm. using Buffer. Uh, but when I started doing that, my engagement would way up just because I, I tweeted regularly. Like I tweeted like a few times a day and it would just put them out at certain hours. It My engagement went way up. I will actually, at the end of this list, I'll share with you exactly like how I make sure my tweet engagements go way up or how or how i did that uh there's a chart that i'm not going to go through uh okay number 13 consider a quote tweet over a retweet yep. so when you when you're retweeting somebody you have the ch the ch the choice of just retweeting it straight up or making a quote on top of their tweet uh that actually works for me in fact i think my my number one engaged tweet in about in about three months was because of one of those retweet quote tweets that I did with uh, Casey Neistat. Sometimes like when people tweet things that are kind of like dopey on Twitter and they're really famous, I'll make a joke about their tweet. And then it, it always makes them respond. Yeah. <laughs> because so if I retweet them and I put a joke on top of it, then then they're like, hey. <laughs> I quote tweeted Mike Birbiglia and he like replied, that's really cool. And then that got like, I think that might be my most successful tweet. Also, oh, sometimes I'll do a quote tweet and then the screenshot can basically be like a meme on Instagram and it'll get a lot more views there. I recently had one. It was yeah. pretty stupid that got, yeah, got some good engagement on Instagram. Okay. Stupid memes. That's like one of the, is that on there? If that's not on there, that is what? Be on there. Well, I don't know. We're, we're only to 14. Okay. If that's not on there. I, I, I get, I get it. You're very excited about that <laughs> issue. <I get> <laughs> <laughs> Number 14, retweet yourself. I definitely do that. Uh, oh, I always. 
just especially old tweet old old tweets that did well you can just retweet them and people discover them as new it's it's uh i wouldn't say do it all the time but yeah every once in a while you I'm do a worst. tweet that's like a couple of months old you can retweet it you're the worst i always i always do it because like i mean i'm getting like if i'm lucky i'm getting 10 or 20 likes on most tweets so like i want to give people another chance to see it just because like i'm not getting that much love on any initial and it's really you're just scrounging for those likes so i'll just always retweet always this way it also i tweet at weird hours because that's when i think of the stuff mm -hmm. so i'll uh, i want that second bite of the apple mm -hmm. the second bite of the apple good metaphor all right oh thank you i stole it from someone in business back when i was in business not a problem man steal away all right <laughs> don't be spammy uh i would agree with that 100 percent. don't be spammy people don't like that uh that actually goes without saying number 16 yeah. uh definitely don't buy fake followers mm -hmm. that's true because there's so many ways that people can check right now and if you have like a lot of fake followers not only that twitter actually r routinely goes through and culls your followers mm -hmm. right now if there's that's like exactly so don't buy fake followers use hashtags properly uh that hashtags have been helpful sometimes especially when you're tweeting about something that other people are going through at that mm -hmm. moment if it's current like hashtags yeah. are a great thing i would say that's a, that's that i agree with that that's a big plus uh participate in follow friday uh that's hashtag ffak fall aka follow friday i don't do that i don't either I don't and like one that. thing is you really people need to just like in each tweet like put only two or three names don't yeah, put like, like 50 it's way, it's way too much. Yeah, I mean, and I think that I should participate in Follow Friday because I, I've come up on people's list and I feel bad that I don't really participate in it. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe I will. I actually, let's be honest, I'm not going to do that. Not. Okay. Uh, follow people. The idea behind this is you follow people, but with purpose. So, like, if people look at your followers, they get a sense of, like, your style and what you like. Uh, I agree with that. I do that all the time. I follow people. I, I try to make it worth it for for people that I follow. Also, if people want me to follow them, then I usually, if they're like, hey, man, follow me, follow me, follow me, then I probably won't follow them. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. Don't be annoying. <laughs> yeah, because I punish people. <laughs> all right. Uh, number 20. Upload your email contacts to Twitter. I do not do that. I don't do that. I, don't I just, I, I don't like giving away people's contact information on my behalf to companies. And so I probably won't, I, I, I won't and don't do that. But uh, it is definitely something that can work. Like if you're going 100% mercenary on social media, then you can grow your social media by just doing every single thing here. But it also depends on what you want to do as like your personal, uh, uh, your personal integrity. I'm not saying that you have no integrity if you give your friends contacts to Twitter, uh, but sort of I am, I guess. All right, uh, 21, uh, search for people. Uh, search. I don't do this. Uh, I don't do this, but I understand how it works. Uh, if you search for if you search for people who that are uh, in like your area of interest then and connect with them. That's like a great way to grow your brand because their fans can become your friend fans, mm -hmm. uh, tag other people in brands. I do that all the time. And that works. Yeah. It does. I've, I've, uh, I tag, I tag brands that I use and I, I'll usually make a funny joke. I always, I always make sure that when I tag them and make a funny joke, it has no swearing in it so that yeah. they can, they can retweet it if they want to. 
uh, and then they show an example of uh, Burger King talking to moon pies, but really, who cares about that? No. All right. Oh, I okay. Think I, let me add in yes. there really quickly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> People always ask me like how I've gotten like some of the sponsorships that I've gotten is literally from that, just making something and tagging the brand in them. And then sometimes they'll see it, sometimes they won't. But a lot of times they end up seeing it, and that's how I've been able to get different like brand ambassador sponsorships and stuff like that. Uh, that's that's great. I mean, I I haven't had that experience so far, but I can see it happening easily. I mean, in in my work, like I work with brands all the time, uh, and and I know that brands just want to be cool. So if mm -hmm. a brand thinks that you can help them be cool, mm -hmm. you're in. All right, uh, twenty three. Monitor and respond to mentions and replies. That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Not just in the fact that that drives you up in the algorithm, but people who see you respond to people will want to talk to themselves, and that'll. It's just a, it's just a monster that feeds itself over and over again. Just because, like, the more people interact with you, the more Twitter's like, oh, this is a good person to uh, feature and and serve to people because they have high interactivity. Because that 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 equals money to Twitter. Yep. Okay. Monitor and respond uh, to keywords in your niche. I don't do this. I understand that is a thing that you should do, but I have not done it yet. Uh, but if you do monitor and respond to keywords in your niche, you'll like when when something is happening, like especially if you have like an alert on a particular hashtag that's in your niche, when something is happening, if you're like one of the first people to tweet about that, when that hashtag starts to trend, you will be the uh, you'll be one of those uh, one of one of those posts that will always be in people's feeds at the top when they're searching for that hashtag. Uh, yeah, and it's a very smart thing to do. It, but I don't do it, but it is definitely a, a good mm -hmm. thing. Twenty-five. Host a Twitter chat. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it is a it is a real thing. You can you can host a chat. You can it's it's similar to like live tweeting an event, uh, but different. Uh, for all that information, I would just go straight to this article which is on hootsuite and then look up the host twitter chat i'm not an expert on the twitter chat thing right now but i want to find out more which i probably will today number you 26 can also go live on, yeah go ahead you can go live you can go live on twitter also you can even have guests i thought about doing that hmm. but then i was doing it on instagram instead and i go live on tiktok so but i may yeah. at some point i don't know you can go, go live on tiktok live. Yes, I gotta. Everything, everything's moving. Everything's moving ahead. I think that I think that right now, like everybody, if they don't, like if any social media brand does not go live at this point, I'm sure they're figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Because like everybody's at home, time to go live. Really. All right, uh, live tweet an event. I have friends that do that, and and that actually helps build their followers because there's people who who people who love to uh, watch things alone, but then like goof around on Twitter while that event is happening. I, I think that's a really smart way to do stuff. I've I'll never I've never done it, but, I, but I've seen it. You've done it before? Yeah, I think I did the Oscars. I did some Democratic debates. Yeah, it's super fun. And yeah, you get in that burst of creativity and you have one or two good ones. Yeah, I, I don't know if I gained a crazy amount of followers from it, but yes. So hmm. I enjoy doing if I have the time. Like I might do a little for the NFL draft today. I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> All right. Ask good questions. That's actually good, especially for brands. Yeah. Uh, that's more aimed at brands. Although it does, like, if you if you are a uh, brand yourself, meaning you're a performer or an artist or whatever you whatever you're doing, uh, that it to to elicit response from your audience is always a good thing. I love doing Twitter polls and making them jokes. 
like that's like one of my favorite things to do is a, a Twitter poll that is a joke. It usually gets responses and often gets retweeted. And so, uh, yeah, asking questions is great. Make public Twitter lists. I do not do that. I understand it's a good thing, but I don't do that. But some people who are super deep into Twitter will follow your Twitter Twitter list if you make them. Uh, but I, I, I don't do that so far. Have you guys done that at all? I used to do that. I've been on Twitter since like oh nine, so like right. some of the oh, stuff cool. I haven't done like forever. Well, I, I I feel like I feel like making uh making public Twitter lists is like the thing that you would do if you were like an influencer. Like if yeah. if like especially like I I bet it's the type of thing that even people pay to be on an influencer's Twitter list. Oh yeah. Okay. So lists of accounts that like people might want to check out. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. do that, or just I forgot the other way you can do it. But yeah, yeah mostly it like accounts. I don't know that I'll do it. Maybe. I mean, there is. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I don't know, but it'll. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, making private Twitter lists. Okay, so yeah, this this is real. This is actually a, a their version of this seems kind of sneaky. <laughs> it's yeah. just like if you want to keep a, an idea on your competitors, but you don't want to actually follow them, then you can make a right. private Twitter list. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get, that makes a hundred percent sense. I don't like again. I'm not a big Twitter uh, list person. Be generous. Number thirty. That is actually goes for almost everything. That if you're generous with information, uh, yeah. people will want to follow you and know what the the next thing is that you're going to do because they feel like you bring value to the table. So if you can bring value to the table in any way, that's always good. For instance, like uh, the show brings value because we talk about subjects that artists might need to know. Let's go to number, uh, there's an infographic there. Number 31, partner with an influencer. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> if you have the ability to partner with an influencer, uh, that's great. If you guys are influencers of similar similar levels, but in different uh, in different categories, that's also a great thing to do because then yeah. you can cross-pollinate with your, your type of uh, followers and their type of followers. Uh, be prepared to manage a crisis. Oh, man. Well, that's definitely aimed at brands. Yeah. Uh, brands do, yeah, that's definitely aimed at brands, but that, that can be you too. Like if, for instance, like if you're a comedian like Freddie, uh, you could make a joke that uh, people hate and then they want to cancel you. Uh, yeah. I guess you would have to be prepared, prepared to man, manage your crisis. I don't un actually understand why this is on the list of how to make, how to get more followers because that doesn't seem to they follow for me. So mm -hmm. you're going to work so well that you're going to need to have, like, manage a crisis. You have something like uh, <laughs> Preemptive. <laughs> 33. Use promoted tweets to, to increase your reach. This does actually work. I've tried promoted treats, tweets before. Actually, I've only tried it once, but it did work. Uh, and I should do it more. It's basically, if you've got a tweet that, like, really, really, really works really really well like it gets a it gets like a ton of followers in your group or a ton of organic followers then you can promote that tweet because you already know that people respond to it well uh that goes with anything if you've got if you've got something on facebook mm. that people respond to really well then you can promote that because you know it's already it's already been tested so I mean, as, assuming that you could make a commercial for yourself that has already tested positively, then it, not for coronavirus, but as a as as a tool to spread your 
I don't know, personal gospel, then you can, then that's like a great tool. Like if you can make a post for free on Facebook and you find out that above all other posts, like people really like that, definitely you can throw like $25 behind that promoting it if you want your thing to blow up or Twitter or whatever, Instagram, all of the above. Uh, always include visuals. 100% true. Things with visuals always get more responses, period. I yeah. do find that the, when I'm like, I got to add a picture to this joke, that means I know the joke's not that good or something, and like it never does well. I think so, that has more to do with you doubting yourself. Yeah, <laughs> something posts with organically have images, it helps. But yeah, sometimes I feel like if I try to shoehorn an image, it means something's not right. I don't know. But people I, love memes. That's back to my memes thing. People love a good meme. Yeah, yeah. They, I've, I've been actually trying to do more cartoons with my jokes because I draw cartoons as well. And if I do cartoons with a really good joke, like that is perfect. Like that's people love it. Uh, and I, I think that doing visuals and memes and stuff like that is great because if people have something that they can share with other people and be like, see, this is my idea, but somebody uh, communicated it better, that that is the type of thing that can go viral. Mm -hmm. uh, include video often. True. Video also performs really well on Twitter, specifically because uh, if you upload a video that's like, what is the limit, like two minutes? I think so. If you upload a video that is two minutes or less, then it can autoplay on Twitter, uh, which is great because when people are going through their tweets, then they see like motion as opposed to uh, everything else, which is still, uh, that definitely helps. And if you've got great visuals in your, if you've got great visuals in your video, uh, then yeah. Yeah, see, look at that. Six times rather than three times. Look at that chart. We're looking at a chart if you just listen to the audio of this, uh, where they show that video yeah, yeah. works best. Uh, don't guess about the best time to tweet. This comes, this is about looking at your uh, analytics in Twitter as well as re research that other people have done. Okay, so people have done all this research and they basically said that 3 p.m. is the best time to tweet now they don't say if it's eastern standard time or specific pacific they just say 3 p.m and and maybe that is true maybe that is true because maybe most people are just available at 3 p.m to like look at their phones or taking a break at work or whatever it is however depending on who your audience is this mm -hmm. number also changes uh, so if you if you look at when your audience audience is most responsive in your google analytics then you can find out when it's the best time for you to tweet then you can go to one of those systems like Buffer or Hootsuite and then program your own schedule so that it always tweets at that time for you. Mm -hmm. I personally don't know. I, I personally don't know if this exists or not, but it probably does. Uh, there's probably there's probably an app out there who can analyze your Twitter feed for you and then give you these answers. Uh, if I can find that, I will uh, share it with people at another time. But I, I, I'm guessing it must exist. All right. Use Twitter, use Twitter analytics to measure what your audience likes. 100% true. Uh, we were just talking about that. I, I use Twitter analytics all the time. I don't really like stick to it, but I'm always curious about it. And sometimes I will write jokes in that vein of what people like. But uh, you can go deep into it and learn a lot more. If you don't know how to get to your Twitter analytics, let me show you really quick. Uh, what you do is, oh, that's not, that is my analytics. What you do is uh, when you're on your feed, on the bottom left-hand side, there will be a circle with these three little dots inside it. You click that, and then 
uh, it brings up a menu where you can then click on analytics, which will take you to your Twitter analytics where you can see everything that you want to see about Twitter. All right. And you might need to be a business account to do that. Is that right? You might uh, change your account. Some no, no. I think you can just do that as a as a regular account. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about. That. I, I but I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm not an I expert. Think on Insta I think on Instagram and TikTok to get the analytics, you, it doesn't cost anything, but you got to like call yourself a business account. On uh, on on TikTok, that is 100 percent true. I mean, sorry, on uh, Instagram, I know that's yeah. true that you have to okay, cool. be a business to get analytics, but it doesn't look like that's the case on Twitter. Okay. Oh, a B test your tweets. I have never done that. I probably never will. I will, however, become successful enough that I could pay somebody to do that for me. But mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I like what social media is, but I just, I, I just have to manage the amount of time that I spend on it mm -hmm. myself because it's, it's also important for me to just like be true to just being creative all the time and i like to make things which i do like to share with people but i don't want to i don't want to go too deep into analytics uh also i'm the same with other things too like for instance uh banking and finance yeah i do understand a lot about banking and finance but i work with somebody who helps me with that because i don't want to that to be my 24 7 job uh so delegate. yeah delegate as much as you can Perfect. But A-B testing your tweets is a real thing, but that also is aimed uh, more at brands. Uh, the 80-20 rule, I believe that is that is more about uh, sharing rather than self-promoting. That, In fact, that's exactly what it says in front, of, in front of me. The whole idea is that you share and you give value 80% of the time, and then 20% of the time you can promote yourself. Because if you are valuable to people 80% of the time, then the 20% of the time when you want to promote or try to get them to buy something, they're open to it because yeah. you're, you're valuable to them. Um, with me, with, when, when you're a performer, sometimes it's a little bit different because, for instance, like, I will, I will advertise like, you know, like my podcast or something like that, that is useful to people. I, I will put, I will lump that into the 80% for me, yeah. because if I'm giving away something for free, that is useful to people, uh, I can, pr I can promote it freely and it's not a problem. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I, yeah, I think in everything in life, yeah, you want to put, uh, be putting stuff into the bank before you take out of it. Um, yeah, for sure. It is weird that the, some of the 80 is now people just posting naked pictures of themselves. Uh, yeah, that is some that is some of the 80, depending on how you want to go about it. <laughs> yeah. Be funny or don't. Uh, this is all about just like your personality. Uh, this, number 40 is be funny or don't. It's all about the, your personality in Twitter. Uh, you can... There are, there are a lot of brands that are funny and have like a point of view and there's some that are just like straightforward and helpful. You can decide what you want to be. If you have a particular style on Twitter, it's, it's good to develop that personality because then people get what they expect from you and then that makes them happy. Uh, write well. That's actually really good. If you write something tight and concise, it's more likely to be shared. That's 100% true. Uh, and I didn't... I used to I used to not even care about uh, Twitter. I would just write the worst tweets all the time, mm. very like half baked, not thought out. Uh, right. But then I changed the way I approach it, and that helped quite a bit. Uh, edit better, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Uh, although I've sent out typos and given up on my tweets as well. 
Uh, do you worry about editing when you guys tweet? I do just because of my fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, they will tear you apart if you misspell something. <laughs> so if, if I didn't have that super nerdy fan base, I don't think I would be as uh, anal about it, but I kind of have to be. Um, 43, keep a personal Twitter account too. Ooh. This is actually something that, I mean, that's aimed at brands, which is great. Uh, but that is also kind of what I do anyway. Like I don't, I don't look at anything on social media for me, honestly, as personal, nothing on social media for me is personal. My personal, my personal Facebook account, my personal Twitter account, all that stuff is measured. Like I do, there's things that I do not say or do online period. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I tre- because I treat it all like part of my business, even if I'm letting you into my life in such a way, but it's in a measured way that I'm letting anyone into my life. And then I, I know there's a lot of people who, who think, oh, it's my personal account, then everything personal is f- free for all. Uh, that I think is crazy. I don't do that. I mean, I know a lot of people do. I find <laughs> it very entertaining. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't do that either. That's wild to me. Yeah, I mean, it's not therapy. And also, yeah, anything you put online kind of exists forever. So, yeah, be, Absolutely. Yeah, be professional to an extent, at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's just what I that's that's just what I believe. I, I, I and I I feel like it has done me a great service uh, as I've moved forward, because as I move forward and I've worked with bigger and bigger people like people research you like i i've been vetted a couple of times before i've gotten jobs and this is like for instance for instance like uh in about two weeks the show that i uh produced and directed with facebook watch comes out before i got the job with facebook watch uh they vetted you they go they they look you up and figure your stuff out so i never put stuff online that it i i like it's always measured what i put online yeah and I also, I did go into a, a meeting once, and uh, they were like, speak, I, w- I was going into a meeting, I was trying to pitch shows to them, and then they brought up a video, which was me dressed in zombie makeup. Uh-huh. Uh, me dressed in zombie makeup, instead of doing death jam comedy, I was doing death jam. <laughs> and so I was at a zombie, I was like, oh, y'all ever had a dead dude before? And I was going <laughs> off. And, uh, but luckily, I, but luckily, I I wanted that to be online so it fit with what I was pitching them so they loved it but mm. if you can imagine if you can imagine like something that you like ever just think about everything you've ever put online being brought up in your face at your next meeting think about it that way that's the way I think about it <laughs> anyway they thought it was a gotcha moment and I was just like no that's that's what I'm that's what I'm about and they bought a show for me so just saying all right uh, make and share great content. Uh, that goes without saying. I think yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> that's number 44. And that's it. Those are all the things. And that's the author. Isn't she uh, I would, yeah. sad? <laughs> <laughs> I would say about the great content, like, you need to just keep practicing. So, like, the first mm-hmm. of anything you make is not going to be good. It's like getting the reps in. Just get yeah. better at making, you know, shareable, good content. I agree with that 100%. It's always just like getting their practice in and just doing it. I think the thing about social media is you have to just start doing stuff and keep doing stuff. And that is a way that you are going to get better and you're going to grow. It sucks sometimes because sometimes you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. But if your business is entertainment, 
it's kind of part of the job nowadays. I mean, it, it really is sometimes. It, if you're not at the very, very top and everybody knows your name, then uh, it's part of your job. Uh, actually, somebody put it very clearly for me once, and and I think I think it was uh, one of those guys, marketing guys. I think it was like Gary V. Uh, but here's one thing that he said. He was like, uh, "Who's the who's the richest?" Who's the the richest or highest paid chef that you can think of? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Do you think Good. there's a do you think there's a chance in the world that he's actually the best chef in the world? Mm-hmm. No, it's just because you know him like mm-hmm. that. He's he is probably the highest paid guy, but he's definitely not the best mm-hmm. <laughs> the best mm-hmm. chef. As the, it's a hundred percent impossible. Uh, anyway. Um, one thing that I do, uh, I'm going to say this last thing I'm going to say about Twitter before we move on to interviewing Freddie G. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, but one thing, one thing that I do is I, uh, sign into my buffer account in the morning. And then usually when I'm having my coffee, I'll write like six, six or eight tweets and then have it dole them out during the day. I'll just write like just jokes. And then it really takes me like 20 minutes and then for the rest of the day, my Twitter is alive and active. And since I started doing that, that has been a, uh, it, it's just turned my Twitter from night to day as far as like how many people interact with it and how many people are always getting back to me and like saying, you're, you're funny, blah, blah, blah. Like, because it's just like, it's, it's active all the time. Every few hours, it's already programmed in. When it comes out, it comes out, out at those specific times. And then, then I set up a system where I don't have to think about it and put in a lot of effort anymore. And that's like the best thing for me where I can get those results without having to put in all that effort. Love it. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.